So you like bold red wine most of the time With notes of fig and raisin You like a cold brew and pitching horseshoes As the sun is fading You like football games and dishing out nicknames The Godfather's one and two But not so fast, we got a podcast We like that too we like that too. We like that too. We like that too. We like that too. Hey, Bon Vivants, welcome back to the We Like That Too podcast. This is Brad Jones, and joining me, of course, the man, the legend. You need him, you love him, you can't live without him. <laughs> the head Bon Vivant himself, Mr. Keith Inlow. Hello, everybody. We're coming, back in the, coming to you back yes, from the Bon Vivant International Media Bimca, Center. The BIMCA. We're, we're back home. We're home. Yeah. Yes. All We've right. been traveling. We've been doing a stuff. Bit. It's yeah. been a crazy summer, but that's okay. That's it what has. summer's for. And, uh, we are gearing up, as they say. We are. Hey, I want to tell the Bon Vivants, I want to thank them. We just hit 13,000 downloads. Yes. Uh, like yesterday. And we want to thank you all very, very much for listening and turning in. Our and, last episode was number 70 and we're approaching our third birthday. Uh, we have out lasted the odds let's put it that way we've outlasted about 95 percent of all podcasts yeah, that yeah. are out there yeah, <laughs> so, so. we've done well we're still doing it for the love of it it's we're still, still not fun. making any money off of it but that's okay when we get tired of doing it we'll quit so. well what keeps us going are guests like we have today exactly in the bon vivant international media center what a professional segue that was. wasn't that good did you uh, like that i think we've done this before i stayed up all night working on that one <laughs> and you know what she falls into a rare air category she does she's a two-time guest she's second re- time on the she's show a repeater yeah yes. she may not know that but that's uh kind of rare air there aren't very many people who get on the podcast twice so well, you want to introduce her if you do really cool stuff yeah if you're you, cool we'll we'll have you on every week you bet uh, so we're gonna probably have her on again before this is all over yeah i'm sure we will that's right yeah. that's right and she's going to invite us to the well, let's just quit calling she, her she, her she, and she, tell people who we're talking about we have producer writer all in all, talented human being from Jefferson City, yes. Missouri, who now lives in Los Angeles, but is going to be spending some time in Missouri for for a very good reason. And you will, uh, we'll as we're going to talk that. about, yeah. Miss Gina Goff, welcome to the We Like That Gina Goff. Gina was with us back. I went back and looked. You know what episode it was? Yeah, it was 15 or 14, 14. Number 14 in our first year, 2020. And Gina, do you remember... You, you, we had to do it remote because you were still in L.A. at that time. Yeah, and we were completely locked down I from know. the whole COVID. It was thing. a right bad time, of, bad time in yeah, our yeah, health it history, was, wasn't it? Was it was COVID time. Crazy. Yeah. Well, at that time, though, you were getting ready to launch a movie that I fell in love with when I saw it. And we got to be lucky enough to be at one of the, the early screenings here in Jefferson City called Senior Moment. Tell the bomb events just a little recap about Senior Moment, maybe about your experience doing that and what you learned from it. Cool. Well, Senior Moment is a romantic comedy movie starring William Shatner, Gene Smart, and Christopher Lloyd. And it's it's a feel-good movie that that came out and was released during the pandemic, which was not a very feel-good time for yeah, people. So yeah. I think our timing in releasing the movie was kind of perfect. So the thing that was interesting about Senior Moment, the distributor of that one screen media that's actually owned by uh, the publishing company Chicken Soup of the Soul, they wanted to release it theatrically 
and they also wanted to release it on demand. And because basically California was shut down for any business at yeah. all, yeah. the the theatrical bookings, you know, were in places like Florida and Texas and the Midwest and Arizona. And so one day I get this call from Seth Needle of Screen Media, who's uh, asking me, hey, um, are you from Jefferson City, Missouri? For some reason, I was thinking that you were. And I said, yes. And he said, well, great, because we've just booked your movie there at the Capitol 8 Theater. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, my gosh. So um, I decided to come home to see my movie in a movie theater because I knew I wouldn't be able to do that in California. And we packed that place out that night. It was a full house. Oh, my gosh. A full house Uh, during the pandemic. And so much fun at the reception and Uh, things like that. I mean, it had to feel good with all the – at least what I observed, a very warm reception and welcoming reception. Who says you can't come back home, right? It was one of the highlights of my life. I mean, it was so cool coming back. The mayor, Turgeon, showed up and deemed it senior moment day. The the Capitol 8 Theater threw a red carpet event because they knew I was going to be there. And I had friends and family and old school teachers and old band dandy geek friends (laughs) show up my old trumpet section. (laughs) I mean, it was just crazy, the turnout. Well, and, uh, it was a great event, but it was a great movie, too. So how was the movie received overall? I mean, I know how I liked it, and I know people that I talked to and, and encouraged to see it love the movie. How was it received overall? Were you happy with the reception and, and yes, what it did? It did very, very Good. well. Good. Because of the pandemic and so many people at home, we topped the streaming and on-demand charts for 11 of the first 12 months. Nice. So almost nice. a year we were in that Good. top 10 list, which is great for our investors. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just great for all of us. It feels good well, sure. to have a movie that was, that was that well received. You bet. Well, you, you do something, you put your passion and time and energy and money into something like that. You want to see it received and, and, uh, people like it. So congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really proud of it. You should be. You should be very proud of it. And I want to pitch, you mentioned the three big stars in it, but one of my favorite actors was Isai Morales was also in it. I love him. And there was a, one of the main characters is a car. And, uh, we talked about that before. So if you haven't seen Bon Vivants, if you haven't seen Senior Moment, they can still stream it and stuff. It's still out there, right? It's still out there every yeah. place. Yeah. And it's on Showtime and the movie channel oh, and great. Apple TV. Okay. And it's, it, you, it's really easy to find. You just go to your computer and search for it and you can find it. Yes. Yeah. And do because it's, a, it, especially if you need something to raise your spirits and make you laugh and chuckle, it's a good one. Well, and I have to add this in really quick. It's, it's your timing of uh, mentioning Isai Morales is very interesting because he's coming out in the new Mission Impossible movie that's, that's right. out now. Yeah. And I cannot wait to see him. I know that he's basically been held up for the last several years shooting these back-to-back movies. He's on Mission Impossible 7 and 8 as the main villain. Yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, A very different character than from our movie. But he plays (laughs) – but he got such a range because he plays a really nice, sweet soul like he did in Senior Moment. But he plays a good villain too. Oh, he he's, really does. Yeah, he does. He's got that look and he can do it. So again, one of my favorite actors. I, I, I've always liked him since he was a young, young actor breaking through with a young Sean Penn and Clancy Brown in a movie called Bad Boys. You know, and he's, he's a wonderful person as well. Like, that's a really, really nice guy. I he, spent a lot of time with him on the set yeah. and 
just he's so down to earth and and just so sweet and nice to everybody. It we, was it was a pleasure working with him. We talked about that before. When you get to meet or get to know someone you admire, you it's really rewarding when they turn out to be a nice person and a good person. Right. You know? That doesn't always happen. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you can be disappointed sometimes. So yes. All right. Well, senior moment. So um, congratulations on that. Let's talk about. Oh, wait. Uh, boy, are you slipping? I am slipping. You are slipping, slipping, it's slipping. It's usually my job to do that. I got so excited about movies. I was sitting here looking at this going, here. you know, I might just have to jump in here and, uh, and, and take over your job. But go ahead. Dude. It's my job to usually remind Brad that we need to get to the one bottle. So <laughs> if we, you can't drink through the whole show if you don't get to the bottle early. <laughs> you don't start quick. Yeah. All right. So, Brad, do you know what we're drinking today? I, I got a little background, but I'll let you introduce it. Well, it's Lestoria, and it's... Uh, it's uh, by Trinidu, yeah. Who makes? They've got a lot of different uh, varieties. They do, They've and got- so and, and I like most of them. Um, and this one in particular is a is a really it's one nice of our favorites. Drink. It is. Yeah. We it drink is. it often down at Barvino, and thank you to uh, Barvino, beautiful downtown Jefferson City, for all your beverage needs. That's right. Thank Matt you. Green is one of our sponsors and provides the bottles for us. Trinidu Listoria is one of their lines. They have the estate lines, and they make in, with their estate lines. They're making several varieties. Um, Mal, they even have Malbec, and uh, I guess I should back up. Trentadu is in Sonoma County, Alexander Valley, near Geyserville, so up at the northern tip of um, Sonoma. And they've been there a long time. They're one of those old families that moved in, you know, before it was wine country, and actually they were agriculture laborers and farmers down in what is now the Silicon Valley, and they moved up uh, a little farther north and and, uh, started the winery. But a very traditional family, uh, well-known in in that neck of the woods. Do you know Trentadu at all, Gina, being from California? I do know them, and and I know them because of Senior Moment, believe it or not. Uh, The Sonoma Film Festival booked our movie. They have a, a thing called Summerfest. And a couple of summers ago, they invited me up to uh, screen the movie. And um, so I went up there, and it's so beautiful. Like, I was really blown away. And I do remember seeing the vineyard because I drove around quite a bit. It's just beautiful. Well, in addition to the vineyard, they have an event center. They do weddings and celebrations, parties, that kind of thing, too. So That's amazing. It's more than just a, a place where they grow grapes and make wine it's it's the whole deal and it is gorgeous i saw pictures of it movies wine i wonder if, how do we get press credentials to get invited to stuff like that i don't know are we that i don't think I we're don't that know. big a deal yet we're not we're <laughs> only in our minds i know um I, did you mention this is a merlot this is a merlot i said it's a gina, cab. it's not it's merlot no it's a merlot gina mentioned that she likes merlots and we don't drink enough merlots we got trapped in the uh Side. We got trapped sideways in the, in the sideways <laughs> myth that Merlot was overdone and Pinot Noir was the new king. And uh, you know, there's room for everything. The, my exposure to Trentadue wines was uh, the first one I ever had was a one called Old Patch Red, and it was just a red blend. It was like eighteen bucks. And Jim Logan and I, our buddy Jim Logan, wino friend, professor, we use that Logan. term, you know, of endearment. <laughs> Uh, we used to go and battle for it. You could only get it in one place. And I'd go in there and go, Old Patch Red, got any? Nope, Jim's already been here. He bought two cases of it. I'm like, son of a bitch. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but 
Old Patch Red was one of those red blends, very inexpensive, but I would stick it in blind tastings with other really high-end red wines, and it would always do really well. So oh. Trent to Dude does it right. They're good. Well, okay. this one's really good, you yeah. guys. Yeah. Good so tell, well, tell us what you're – what are you smelling? What are you seeing? What are you tasting? Oh, wow. Um, well – this has got a big nose on it. This is this is a big big wine. This is a big red. The thing that the thing that I especially like about this one is just um, it, it's very smooth and kind of mellow. Like some of the Merlots can be a little overpowering, yeah. and this one's a, a really nice smooth ride. This and is it, very balanced. You're right. This doesn't drinker. have any bite to it. Yeah, it is no. an easy drinker. It's got a really good balance of acid tannin, but good fruit on it. I think uh, there's a little oak. Brad, you tasting any oak? Uh, it's not overpowering. Not enough that I spit it out. No, so <laughs> now, you don't spit out much wine anyway. So. But anyway, dark cherry. You know, it's it sounds redundant when you start describing stuff like that. But this is a way to toast cocoa dust. These are some of their descriptors. Cocoa dust. Okay, I could taste a little hint of the cherry. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it is soft. They use they use the term soft and supple. I agree. I, I agree uh, with that. It's dark and inky. Yeah, it is. Just like really most Merlots. So but it's it's really good. Trentadu Lastoria Merlot. Fourteen seven is the uh, alcohol on this one. Yeah, and and this is about a actually online. It's about almost forty dollars. Matt gave us a better deal than that. We get it for about thirty. So. You'll find it in a range of prices. So give it a try, Bon Vivants. You won't be disappointed. You will not. All right. So, Gina, I should know this, but do you have a project that you started working on after Senior Moments and before this one? Yes. That's what I, <laughs> I thought. I thought that you did. Can yeah, you tell I never us? I never really stopped working. So I, I that's that's. It's a good thing in That's my business because it's it's a it's a rough business. Yeah. So after senior moment and the the fanfare and all of the interviews and all of that, I was talking to the director Giorgio Serafini about, you know, what do you want to do next? What are we doing? And you know, because we had several things together, I had things separately as well. And we talked about senior moment and we talked about just everything lined up so perfectly for that film, and what are the odds of that happening again? And the reality of it is probably not very good. <laughs> you know, we had William Shatner turning 90 yeah. the week that the movie was released. He gave 120 interviews just in the U.S. alone. Good heavens. 120. The man's a machine at I 90. Mean, he was on I'm Entertainment Tonight, oh, Access Hollywood, oh, yeah. Dr. Phil – or not Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz <laughs> – uh, the view, I mean, every place. Yeah. So when we were talking about like, well, what's the safest thing for us to make next that will definitely ensure that the investors get their money back? And that was the movers. Uh, it's a scary movie. We're almost at the same time, we're both like, we need to make a scary movie. And it was like, jinx. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Giorgio wrote this great script called The Movers. It's kind of a psychological thriller, so it's not a Those slasher. Are Those are the best kind to but me. But it's really scary. Yeah. Yeah. And so he wrote this movie. I optioned it. We we just actually got back a couple of weeks ago from Jackson, Mississippi. Went to, we went down there and shot it. Um, Pat McCorkle, who cast Senior Moment, also cast The Movers. And we have Jenna Malone, Terrence Howard, Christopher Lloyd again, yeah. because why not? Well, <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And uh, Tom Everett Scott, as well as uh, the little the little kid who's on the new Obi Wan Kenobi series, who plays young Luke Skywalker, yeah, Grant yeah. Feely. Nice. So he's the little kid that you know goes into the house with his parents, and you know. It's Sp- kind of is kinda, it a spooky house? It's it's the spooky house, so they get kind of <laughs> creeped out. <laughs> I like those suspense I like thrillers. S- I think they're much. I, I'm like you. I think they're more frightening than slash and you know, blood and guts and that kind of thing. So it's the lot, fear of the unknown that's better than anything. Absolutely, and those yeah. Hitchcockian moments right. where you you jump because you think something's going to happen and then it doesn't, and then when you least expect it. You get to do some fun things cinematographically. Is that a word? It is now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cinematically. That's not the right word either. (laughs) When you're shooting it, you get to do some fun things with the camera. We played around and had a lot of fun in this empty house and went around with some steady cam and our, um, our DP, Brad Rushing is super talented and. Yeah. Anyway, we've, we've got some really great stuff. And then there was this one scene where like this door just kind of opened up in the house and we didn't open it it just kind of opened by its it's like okay did you get that yes <laughs> nice so little moments like that that we're keeping did uh so what's the timeline for it now where's it at in in, in the production cycle it's, it's being edited okay. right now so it's being assembled and edited okay. and then it will you know go on to the special effects guys sure. and cgi yeah. or is it, so it's in post-production post-production okay so when so when it is getting ready to be launched. Let us know, and we'll we'll promote. I will. Yeah. I will. We're yeah. super excited about all of the footage that we shot. The the performances are amazing. It was. I mean, I could go on and on about it. But Terrence Howard. Oh my God, that guy. Oh, I love him. Yeah. He's. I mean, I love him. I watched Empire, but you know, he really had me at Hustle and Flow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know who he was before that. And when I was hanging out with him on set, we were talking about different things. And I said, hey, I read something about you being involved in Mr. Holland's Opus, which is a movie that, you know, that I love. And was he in it? That was the first film that he was ever in. And I said, I just don't remember you in the movie. And he said, do you remember the boy that couldn't find the beat? And they put him on the on the big bass drum. Yes, yeah, that I was Terrence Howard. Okay. Oh so, wow. Okay. So he was, was he was the boy that found the beat. But he's a wonderful actor. He's a wonderful musician. A wonderful, wonderful human being. Him and his wife both are great. She was on set with us as well. Yeah. And like one day they just hired an ice cream truck to show up and bring ice cream to all of us. It was nice. you know, record-breaking heat in Jackson, Mississippi in the I, summer. I, I, was I was going to ask say, you. I bet that yeah. wasn't a, a oh, cool my gosh. experience. Ooh, yeah. It was hot. Yeah, we think we've got bad humidity. <laughs> well, yeah. No, it's even worse down there. Yeah, it's terrible. It's even worse. I've got a question for you, Gina. When you're in the early stages of a film and you send people out to scout locations, Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that process because do you have like a set of criteria, a set of things that you think you're going to need? In other words, we usually do a location breakdown. You know, I've done it a number of different ways. Um, Like when I've worked with Giorgio or other directors, we've just kind of gone out ourselves and looked at some things until we get closer to the point where we have financing. And then at that point, we do hire a location manager to really help us go and nail down the places and get the paperwork and, you know, the insurance certs and all of the thing that you things that you need to lock a location. But usually it's just a little preliminary scouting. 
a little bit like the guys are starting to do on on my next project, which we'll get into that a little right. bit later. Yeah. But, great, uh, great segue, and I want to get into that. But I do want to uh, before we move on past how to find and how to view movies like Senior Moment and Movers when it comes out. Don't forget, you know, you've got all your streaming services, but you know, you can go to your local library with your library card and either rent and or order movies. Missouri, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. So they've got Missouri River Regional Library, who is one of our sponsors, has a program called Canopy. You can take your library card and either check it out just like a book if they have it in stock or they can order it for you. And so – What a great concept. It is. You can And you can find you know not just famous and popular movies. You can find documentaries, the stuff that's hard to find sometimes because they can order it from a warehouse of, of films and, and uh, movies that – aren't readily available anywhere else so that's really cool bon vivants use your library card it's for more than just books and uh, check out the canopy system you probably have it at your like your local library ours is missouri river regional library and we thank them for sponsoring, sponsoring the this program. show yeah, that's right very much. that's right so all right, all right. the new project the new project let's move we're, we're boldly we're, let's boldly go where we haven't gone yet <laughs> <laughs> to, Did I really to, say to that? So moving on from the movers. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice <laughs> one. Thank you. Right. Thank you. We got the segues working today, boy. All right. Let me so, tell you. So we got a little tease of this the other night at a uh, uh, a magazine launch party, actually, but they were kind of focusing on uh, your companions and you being in town and why you were here and what it's all about. So tell us all about the project you're working on now and what brings you back to Central Missouri. Great. So I have to start by saying that so the magazine launch party is LO Profile Magazine. Uh, Missy Pinkle is awesome. The magazine is great. Uh, they've been so supportive and they've really gotten behind this next project, which, which we're filming at the Lake of the Ozarks. So, and, and for you Bombi Vines out there, that is Coach Gary Pinkle's wife. Yes. Uh, the winningest coach in the University of Missouri history That's and right. uh, sort of has become a legend uh, in the coaching ranks. But I've gotten a chance to work with Missy too. We've got a, a music kind of a conference thing. It's a, it's a festival. Two-day festival. Yeah. And so they've been very supportive of that. So I've had a chance to work with Missy. She's, well, she's and wonderful. And I love – She's the best. And, and I freelance write for them and, on their – I'm a, one of their freelance writers. I learned the, that recently. Yeah. That's okay. Cool. And Keith writes about the really big houses. Yeah, how I got on there. the Elite Homes. Column, <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm loving it. So good for you. That's yeah, fun. I get to see a lot of nice properties. I'm sure. But uh, so Lake of the Ozarks. Lake of the Ozarks. So we're filming a movie coming up this fall. It's called At Nyangwa's End. Okay. So geographic lesson, Bon mm-hmm. Vivants. If you know the show Ozark from Netflix. First of all, this is nothing like that. This is okay. nothing. Let's be very at clear all. about that. But, this is actually filmed in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> it's really going to be filmed at the Lake of the Ozarks. And we'll talk about that in a minute too and why that's important. But just geographically, the Lake of the Ozarks was formed when the Bagnell Dam was built and they dammed up the Osage River. The Osage River was fed by several tributaries and one of those was the Niangua River. And so the Lake of the Ozarks has several arms and branches and one of those Arms and branches is the Niangua branch, the the Niangua arm. So that's what at Niangua's end is referring to in the title. Yes. Okay. So this movie It's more than um, they ever wanted to know about. Well, thank maybe. You. <laughs> thank you, Mr. But if they're thank curious. You, Mr. Geography. Yeah. So yes, the real Lake of the Ozarks this time, not Altoona Lake and Georgia like 
the series Ozark. Yeah, no pine trees in this Cheated. One. Yeah, uh, there's no big pine trees in this one. What, what a deal. <laughs> and there are docks on the water. It's yeah. completely not at all the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, this this is uh, – it's a great drama story of, of two brothers kind of going through a hard time with the loss of their father. And it's it's a little bit of a suspense drama. Their father was prematurely taken from them and – they kind of figure out the guy that they think actually killed him, and then one of the brothers ends up getting accused of trying to kill or killing that guy. Actually, mm-hmm. so that's that's a little bit of the pitch of the storyline. But it's it's a it's a family story, but it really highlights the lake. It's actually going to be a postcard to the Lake of the Ozarks, but with a great a really great story, yeah. you know, of these of these brothers and the family and just the the hard times that they've gone through, but then overcoming that. Here's the really fun thing. It already has sort of like a trailer out there, right? Well, I mean, it, a, it doesn't just a, have it. Well, there's a, a trailer. A there's a trailer, film. which I actually just learned recently, you guys. So thanks. <laughs> we have a couple um, of the uh, uh, creators we, in the room. We have a studio yeah, audience, audience today. Yes. But, but there's but, a short film. But there's a short, there's yeah, a 10 short minute film. short yeah. film. And it's, it's, it's that, that they've already produced, shot, and it's amazing. And so how I learned of this, uh, my friend Rebecca Rodeman, who worked with me on Senior Moment and, and did a lot of the marketing and PR stuff, and she's amazing as well. She tagged me on Facebook to this Missouri short film and kind of sent a note like, hey, you might like this. Yeah. And so I checked it out. And I was thinking I'd just watch a minute or two and give it a thumbs up and move on. And as I was watching it, I just kept – I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really good. And wow, look at that. That was a great shot. And, oh yeah. my god, that actor just like – I mean I was just blown away by by every element of it. And then just with me personally, I've always wanted to film something at the lake. I yeah. mean I'm from Missouri. I'm from Jefferson City. But really I'm kind of from Jefferson City and the Lake of the Ozarks well, because I spent playground. my whole childhood sure, there. that's our playground I was up there all the time. I had grandparents that, both sides yeah. that had places. I was there really almost more than Jefferson City yeah. in a way. Yeah. So anyway, when I watched this short film that these guys made, I was just blown away. And my first thought was, God, who are these guys? Like who the – I mean I'm just blown away by this. So yeah. I I reached out and, and said, hey, great job or I don't remember what I said now. But it's not just something – you know, like complimentary and yeah. congratulations. I, th- I think you did an awesome job. And it was nice to finally see Missouri in a movie. Yeah. And, and that was kind of it. And then cut to, we ended up on a zoom call and, and they told me the goal was to make the feature film. And uh, I asked if they had a feature script and they did and cut to, I read the script. It's awesome. These guys are great. It's Bo Shore and Chase Elliott. Yeah, yeah. They, they, or the creators and the writers of At Niangua's End. Yep. Chase Elliott will be the director on the movie. Bo Shore will be co-starring as one of the brothers. And they're just amazing. So, And this is – Bon Vivant's go-to – we'll put we'll post all the links and stuff on our website so you can find this thing. We do have social media. It's easy. It's easy to find. You can Google it. You can find it on YouTube. I know there's a YouTube uh, connection to it. Uh, I watched it, and you're exactly right. I was blown away by some of the me too the cinematography. The cinematography it's go- was fantastic. It's, it's a gritty it story. A beautiful it's, looking. It, yeah, story. it's kind of a gritty story, but the the shots and stuff are gorgeous of the lake, and some of the cinematography is just beautiful. So it is, and the acting out. performances oh, are top notch too. I, I was just like, wow. I mean, 
both of these guys should be working in Hollywood, yeah. really. I that, mean, they're, they're top-notch job, actors. But they've got a young kid out of Springfield who just blew it away. Phoenix I mean, Buckner. He was, He's amazing. That young He's man, really good. That young man. Keith, did you notice in that one scene where <laughs> the, there was a fish that actually jumped? I really want to know how they trained I you know, know. that fish to I jump. saw that. It's like right, that was like, has to be the most like, fortuitous mm, thing. Or was it? I was told they have me. a fish wrangler. Don't just tell kidding. me it was computer-generated. That'll <laughs> blow my whole image. <laughs> they're like, shaking their head no. The so time, that would the be timing a no. on that, it was like, oh my God, that fish jumped right, right there. Right. <laughs> the fish jumped right there. It was gorgeous. But that was a beautiful shot. Well, and then those, when those yeah. birds kind of just parted yes. ways in the sky, yeah, as the the, all of that was... Uh, the, yeah, it was. it's just gorgeous. But it's... But it's powerful too, you know. I, I don't want to brush it off as just some you know, warm and fuzzy type cinematography. No, there's a great it's, it's meaty a, it's, story it's there. A great meaty gritty and, story, and it there. leaves you hanging and wanting more, it which does. is how I felt that, at the end. Yeah. That's the number one thing. Yeah. When I yes. got done, I was like, "I was like, what's going to happen here? That, I got to see more of this." That's an yes. appetizer right there, you man. Bet. I want, I, the, I want the rest of the meal because I, after seeing it and and knowing a little enough of the story, it's uh, you know, it's a little bit analogous to if you you start a series you know a streaming series that first episode better be the one that or Set, you're, or you're not it's got to be no pun there's a fishing element yes, no fish pun intended <laughs> yeah yeah um, and it did it did for yeah, it, sure it certainly did. okay so so you're at this point you've gotten connected with these guys who created this short and want to make a feature out of it you you're in Right. I'm in what as the you, producer. What are you looking to do next? What are your next challenges, your next hurdles? What do you got to do to get this thing done? Because I know you've got an aggressive timeline. Yes. The goal is to start filming bee footage at the lake in August at the uh, Captain Ron shootout boat racing event. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then by September, we want to be in pre-production on this when we're actively crewing up, hiring everybody, doing the auditions and all of that. And then rolling principal photography by October the 1st. Nice. Okay. So that's the timeline. And you would think, well, you know, we have plenty of time, but it's, it's the middle of July. Yeah. August, September, Almost. October. That's, that'll fly by. That's three little months. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the big hurdle right now is to find investors for the movie. Okay. We need some people to really get behind right. us and support this movie and come in as an investor. All right. We're also looking for sponsors, businesses that want to support this movie in some way. Okay. Um, and we can combine that with featuring their business in the movie if they happen to be a Lake Ozark area business. Yep. We're happy to do that. We can we can do product placement stuff with businesses outside of the lake area. Okay. Um, we're looking for crew, um, and and the, our number one goal with this is to really hire as many people from Missouri as we can. We want the investors to be from Missouri. We pick want me, the the me. cast to be from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> We want the crew to be from Missouri as much as we can. This now, is, okay, this is crucial then. Make sure I have where people can contact you if they want to get involved with this movie. Because it's great to have the local connection, but, you know, we, we have listeners all over who may say, hey, I like this idea. I want to get into it. So make sure I have the way people can contact you to get involved. Well, it's really easy. You just email me, Gina, G-I-N-A, at golf. Productions. That's G O F F and Productions with an S. dot okay. com. Okay, and, and we, we, we will website. put that on the website and and cool. on all, all of our uh, promotional uh, efforts for this and future podcasts. So we're looking for community support. Good. is what we're really looking Good. for. We want this to be a, a Missouri highlighting Missouri and the lake and showcasing. 
the real lake, how beautiful it is, all of the amazing things that it offers to people. Okay. So something happened. Something they haven't seen before. Yeah, but something happened legislatively, and I'm going to throw this to Brad because this is his bailiwick, that really is going to help, I think, move that down the road. So, Brad, tell us what happened. Actually, the day of the launch party. <laughs> like f- almost four hours before the launch party, right. uh, the governor signed. And, and just a little a little background, um, Missouri did have a tax credit incentive for film once, and they dropped it, okay. and we lost it. And consequently, we lost a lot of projects, too. Uh, and uh, my good friend Kathy Swan, actually, from down in Cape Girardeau, tried and tried and tried to get this rejuvenated. And uh, Representative Curtis Gregory, who, for those Mizzou fans, he was he is a big boy. I yeah. just love him to death. He's really a good guy. And he was one of the – he goes – I never thought that this would be something that I would ever want to sponsor. But he said, after I started working on this, he said, man, this has been one of the most interesting, fun bills. And I told him, I said, Curtis, this is a hard bill. Yeah, um, You've got people that don't like tax credits for anything. It doesn't matter whether it's film or whatever. It's good business, it's though. It's good business. It is. It's good for small business because, you know, I represent small business people. And I've had people say, yeah, but it's one-time money. I said – it's not. I said, wait, as opposed to what? No time money? <laughs> I, said, I said, our folks just went through a pandemic, man. You know, don't give me that shit. That's ridiculous. Well, One time money. I said, they come and they, they, come to money. A, they come to a small community and they camp out and it's good jobs and it's good salary. So anyway, to jump ahead. Well, uh, I, I just want to, I, I want to jump in for a quick second and talk about what tax incentives mean, film tax incentives or video film production tax tax incentives mean that's why ozark was filmed in georgia because georgia has tax incentives so these production companies that want to come in and do something on a local basis not shoot out in hollywood they want to come in it's to their advantage to go to these states that have tax incentives and we were losing business to border states and other states on these projects because missouri didn't but we do now yeah we do it's it's 16 million uh, which I think is going to get gobbled up real fast. But, yes. you know, those other states started pretty small, yeah. too. And, Baby steps. And, and they proved to the legislature that they used them. And the multiplier effect from yeah. an economic standpoint, they could say, you know, this, you know, this thing brought in $50, 60000000 million worth of hotels and food and all, all of the hundreds of things that are involved in making a movie. And um, – so I, I was it was, well, it was good cool news. because yeah. the day of the yellow profile launch, they uh, they the governor literally signed the bill a few hours before. So everybody was in a very good mood uh, at yeah. a very cool event, and I'm I'm excited about it. I it's, really am. It's good news for Missouri, and it's good news for you guys because the timing's perfect. I'm very excited we're, about. We're it. We're actually hoping you guys are the first production company that can take advantage. of this. I want to be the very first. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, we'll be a close second, yeah. but I hope we're the first. That's all right. There there are definitely some others kind of circling around. That's all right. Yeah. You know, the thing that's cool about this, too, just the fact that the governor signed the bill the date of the launch party and almost like the birds separating in the water <laughs> and the fish jumping out to get an, <laughs> a camera shot. It's, it's really like everything's lining up that this movie is really meant to be. Maybe you can get that second thing where everything never lines know. up just like it did with senior moments. You never know, but Maybe it's, it's but kismet. It's, 
It's really yeah. cool because if you think about nice. the missed opportunities nice. like Ozark and Tulsa King, which was originally called the Kansas City King, yeah. we should we have been had, caught in Kansas City. Yeah. We had Andrea Sporzik-Lund when there, he was Missouri Film Commission yeah. just after she had we had lost – Kansas City King to Tulsa. She, yeah. she was heartbroken. Because was, Oklahoma had the tax incentives you, you and Missouri didn't. You bet. So, Well, here's my good well, feeling excited, too, yeah. Gina. Um, as far as doing it at the lake, I think you're going to get I, – I don't know what response you've gotten so far, but I think you're going to get a great response from them. From it's the been lake an area. overwhelming amount of support. Because I'll just I'll just put it out there. I think I think the lake was pretty browned off about the way the whole Ozark thing went down. and I there, think that's going to help us just because of – that, not that I would have wished that. No, but. no, I think it is too, and I can say it. You can't, but I, I, I think a lot of the lake area business people were really pissed off that there we are representing the Lake of the Ozarks, and you've got these big old Georgia pines and nothing that looked like you know maybe a couple of B roll things of the lake, and that was about it. However. Right. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Well, Ozark the series drove business to Lake of the Ozarks, and that. business owners it down put, there will tell you that. It put it on the map. It, sure it did. did. You had people who would never have known what Lake of the Ozarks was if it wasn't for Ozark the series. So, as, as unfortunate as it was that it wasn't shot there, it did drive commerce that way. Yeah. So, and then I think people show up and they're looking for Ruth Langmore. <laughs> 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 and she doesn't live there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she never did. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anything else you want to tell us about uh, at Niangua's End? Any other projects you've got going on? I mean, that's the one that's primary in your, I think, in your mind right now. That's so. primary. I mean, as an independent film producer, I mean, I, I work on these projects project at a time. So right now, this is all I'm really working on. I'm still doing some post stuff for the movers, but for the most part, most of my work is on at Niangua's End. And, and as far as other resources that we need, we will need extras in our movie. We will need cast in our movie. I mean, we're going to need a lot of stuff. We're going to need locations. So caterers, caterers, we're going to need lodging hosts yeah, because lodging as people hosts. come That's in, they're going to need a place to stay. So if you've got an extra room in your house and you're, you're cool letting a cast or crew member crash with you, like that helps our production. Just anything that we can help offset the expenses of making the movie will help us get it made. You've got a lot of lodging people down there who may have empty rooms and things at certain times, especially as the season dwindles near right. the fall. Right. As we're yeah, filming we'll work in on getting those people late involved. September, October, I'm hoping yeah. that some people come forward with that. Great. Great. Okay. Bon vivants, watch for it. We will have the connection to the short on all of our social media and our website at Niangua's End. Go watch it. You'll be, you'll love it. You'll fall in love with it. I promise. You betcha. All right. Brad, what are we doing today? It's now time for the El Bandito Yankee three top picks. Yes, it is. We're going to do something a little different today. But we're doing something different because Gina's on a timeline and we don't want to hang her up with three long top picks. Okay. But we do want to thank El Bandito Yankee Tequila for being the sponsor of the three top picks portion of the podcast. Why is it, Keith, that we would be so excited about this kind of a tequila? Well, let's tell them about the three top reasons that El Bandito Yankee is our favorite. I I, think we should. First of all, it is authentically created by traditional methods using only Blue Weber agave, and it's mature. So you know it's the real stuff. And it's also confirmed 100% additive-free, no added flavors, no chemicals, no silliness in there, only just pure, natural tequila goodness. You bet. But you know what the best reason is, Brad? What? It's the taste. 
whether you're mixing it in your favorite cocktails or just sipping it straight. Or whether it's the Blanco or the Reposado, El Bandito Yankee Tequila goes down nice and easy. You bet it does. And you know what the folks at El Bandito call that? It's, it's criminally, criminally smooth. smooth. Yeah. It's premium tequila at a palatable price. So ask for it wherever you buy your fine spirits. El Bandito Yankee Tequila. Yankee Tequila. Thank you so much, El Bandito. Yes, and now for, in this case, the Fast Five. The Fast Five. We're going to do a Fast Five today. Fast Five. You got to you got to give us. What fat. if I'm slow? Well, <laughs> that's on you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Theatrical release or straight to streaming? Theatrical release. Okay. What? Okay. Why? We can we can delve a little bit. I think because you can't get the same experience at home with some of the movies. Some you can, but with some of the movies, you can't get the same experience that you're going to get in a movie theater with an audience of people. Yeah. yeah. Scary movies or those for sure, you know, somebody screaming or <laughs> saying, don't go in that room or whatever. Like that's yeah. kind of entertaining. <laughs> Turn around. You know, and if you are into the Marvel or the Disney stuff, sure. you know, that's kind of cool to see oh, in yeah, a theater. Yeah. You okay. know, you know for Rocky the people into that. the same watching it at home by yourself. It's, right. It's, it's not that much fun. Yeah, like right. I, I'm going to, I'm going to go into the theater this weekend and see Mission Impossible because yeah. I want to see Isai Morales. Well, and, and some uh, of that stuff you need on the big screen too. Some yeah. of those well, and if you go into the big XD, stuff, yeah, you want to see that stuff on the big. If you're in an stuff. XD theater, sometimes your your chair vibrates or, <laughs> or blows air out or squirts you with water. I mean, some of these theaters are. Uh, we do not. They're, they're doing whatever they can to pack the house. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> we do not have that yet. We are missing out. Yeah. All right. Number two. Who's the hardest to deal with? Agents, directors, or actors? Agents. Hands down. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. That's an easy one to throw under the bus. Yeah. It well, is. it really is. What if I had lim- limited it only to directors or actors? <laughs> I would say actors all day long. <laughs> oh, that hurts my feelings. All right. Would you rather produce a documentary, a romantic comedy, or a drama? Or I horror, would, drama slash horror. horror. You got to yeah. throw, throw horror now, in there. I, I mean, I'm all over the map. I've I produced – Every one of those kind of movies now, but I think at heart I'm a rom com gal, okay. so I really I really love watching romantic comedies and have done quite a few of those. Debate based on what you did with uh, Senior Moment, I, that doesn't surprise me. That answer, so yeah, uh, okay. Uh, on location or in the studio? On location, okay, because it's exciting. Yeah, you know, green screen. I've I've I was hanging out. A, a friend of mine uh, was directing. Snoop Dogg in one of the Madden video game things. And so yeah. I was – he was like, hey, I know you're a Snoop fan. Why don't you come in and, and I'll introduce you guys and you can hang out. And so uh, actually he's my friend Michael Young who is from St. Louis, Missouri and and he's a writer-director. So I came in there and I hung out and I was like, well, what's he doing over there? And he had the little outfit on and he's moving as he's winking and moving and he's like, well, that's it. I'm thinking, wow, like if we were on location, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd really get to see some real stuff rather yeah. than we can't see the green screen stuff that they're going to plug in later. Although I'm sure the end result is amazing, but it's not as exciting watching that. I talk You to, lose something. Yeah, I, I talked to a friend who had seen a recent movie release and I don't even remember what it was, but they said it was – it almost wasn't real because it was so much computer-generated imagery – it had a, an unnatural artificial feel to it, and they they were like, I just 
came out of there thinking, I just really didn't like that. Yeah. And I, I'm afraid a lot of uh, stuff has gone that way these days. Yeah, it's I've heard. The, I've heard a couple of comments on a movie that's out now. Yes, that, I, I, I won't mention it. And either, I'm not going to throw them under the no, bus either. No. I'm, I'm happy that they're going. We'll but. let bon vivants make their own decision on those kind of things. But, uh, I, but I've, I've been in. You know, a lot of those. A lot of the. I love the superhero movies, but some of those special effects are getting so overproduced. It's like, come on, you know. And the fight but, scenes, uh, yeah. you know, that really suspend everything. Yeah. Those action scenes that you think are exciting. Yeah. It just suspends the storytelling. Yeah, yeah, it and it goes on and on, and no one ever gets hurt. Yeah, and everybody's fine. Yeah, yeah. A building <laughs> no one dies, on you, but everyone lives. Yeah, and they yeah. walk out, and everything's fine. So <laughs> it's really believable. It's, like, it's, like, Not. it's called the Roadrunner. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Roadrunner effect. Nini. All right, last one. Mm-hmm. L.A. Laid back luxury or La La Land of Loonies? <laughs> Absolutely, La La Land of Loonies. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. Oh, my God. You know, when I moved there in 92, it was actually a really cool place. It was fun. People were nice. It, it, there was a, a, a really fun and interesting community of people there. And I loved it. And it was a great place. But having spent about 30 years there at this point, these these last – Eight to ten years have really just gone right down the toilet. Well, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. And yeah. the people that were so cool that were there don't live there anymore. Yeah, they moved out. It's and particularly post pandemic yeah. for sure. Yeah, a lot of people left after that. But you're going to take a pretty nice uh, little hiatus from L.A., aren't yeah. you? You're I'm gonna, taking you a very nice and, hiatus, and I'm uh, not sure I'm going back. Gonna, to be honest, going to get to reconnect with the real world. I know yeah. it's, it's been amazing. really nice. Well, Gina, we can't thank you enough for coming in. This is all, well, it's I, always fun to talk to you. And, um, please, please, please stay in touch. Let us know what's going on. Let I us know will. what you need from us because we will promo stuff as much as we can. Yeah. Great. We're we supporters. Consider us a media sponsor. Yeah. We're fans. So as, as, we're fans. as best we can. Yeah. We are international. Yeah. We're, we're imps. We're international right. media personalities. In this, case this you didn't know. So I, international <laughs> media <scene. laughs> Well, I can't thank you enough for the support. Well, uh, it means a lot to me we, personally and for our movie as well. We're proud of you as a hometown product and we're happy to have you back here and we're excited. We're excited about this project. Project being local. Cool. So, Me uh, too. You, you have our full support. Bon thank, you. thank you again for all your support. You betcha. Like, we'll, share, we'll, review. We'll let you know when Tell this film when this film comes out. Yeah. The uh, the premiere has to be somewhere in it Missouri. It has to be in Missouri. Yeah. That was the it might be at the lake and not Jefferson City this well, time, so, but that, still that, make, that makes sense. That makes okay. all it, sense it has to be in Missouri. I think we'll make it a gala. It will be yes. a, it'll be wonderful. Because you know, an, an, outdoor, an outdoor premiere at the Ozark Amphitheater would be You know what? Cool. That would be so cool. Be really cool. That's a cool venue. It's a great venue. I was impressed. We know people. We might be able to get that done. That'd be <laughs> so cool. Yeah. I would love that. Okay, everybody. We're gonna Shut this one down, and thank you for being with us, and Dr. Uh, Jones. Hey, cheers. cheers. We Like That Too is produced as a labor of love for the enjoyment of Bon Vivants everywhere. To get information about our bottles and links to our guests, go to our website, welikethatpodcast.com. Tune in to new episodes by subscribing on Apple, Spotify, and other popular streaming apps. Please remember to rate, review, and share. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, at We Like That Podcast. So everybody, hey, remember the numbers. One bottle, two good friends, and three top picks because 
We like that too. We like that too. We like that too. We like that too. We like that too.